Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski, and I'm so excited for today's show. It is so much fun. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the strongest alliances that we see starting to crack. It's a girls' double elimination week, which means some trouble for Holy Trinity. Plus, we have a fantastic and really fun interview with Jay Serrett. So, let's get started. Okay, so one of the strongest alliances that we're seeing starting to crack, Dee and Jenny. Okay, first of all, I did not see this coming, and I don't think Rogan did either. Because when they were talking... I mean, it just seemed a little confusing to me how Dee is just spilling this tea to Rogan, acting like he's not going to say anything to anyone. I mean, clearly Rogan is not on board. I mean, Jenny is the most, I mean, she's the strongest woman in that house. Come on. Like, we all know it's true. So it's, it's just interesting that D wants to get rid of her already and is like already planning this and thinking about it and feels so like ready and open to tell Rogan which honey look I wouldn't trust Rogan with a 10-foot pole even though you do have history and yes he just he did just basically go psycho on a guy that you kissed but i don't really think that you can fully trust anyone in the challenge house and to be giving that kind of information away so early seems not the smartest and d even says she's like I'm going complete like psycho or whatever this season. Um, yes, D, you are. You're a little too power hungry, and I feel like you're thinking that you're untouchable right now, which, as we know, doesn't always happen in the challenge. Roles get reversed so easily and quickly. I don't know when you are this power hungry this long obviously people are starting to notice and I think you just need to keep your cards closer to your chest girlfriend definitely do not be showing all of these people what exactly you're trying to do to get to the final I think you need to be keeping some things to yourself it just doesn't seem very smart and of course to say you're best friend in the house Jenny which I get she is your biggest competition I mean she's any girl's biggest competition but to just be saying it so soon I don't know it just seems a little unclever and I don't really know how this is going to help Dee's game I feel like this is only going to hurt it no secrets ever stay to anyone like if you tell someone something that you're planning on doing you should just know that that's probably gonna get out in the house and the person you're talking about is probably gonna hear it so it's it's interesting to me and it's also interesting 
to see how much D is like basically unbothered by the fact that Jenny knows about this now. Like she just doesn't really care. I mean, that's a little mind blowing. You say she's your best friend. You say she's in your top alliance yet. Basically now everyone in the house knows that you're gunning for her. More importantly, Jenny knows it. So I just don't really see how this is that smart. I feel like obviously now that alliance is just not really an alliance anymore. I mean, they haven't officially aired it out with each other, which I cannot wait for, by the way. I really cannot wait because that is gonna be a good show and um, I'm just gonna be eating my popcorn over here on the couch watching it all go down. I can't wait for Jenny to take D out. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right now, right here on the Believe in the Challenge podcast. Jenny's gonna take D out. Whether it be a final or an elimination or anything. I think that Jenny has the will and the strength and maybe the only thing that can hold Jenny back is puzzles possibly. Um, Those are not always her strong suit but I feel like she definitely has a good shot and I just can't wait to see all this unfold in the future coming episodes. So that's what I'm waiting for. I don't know. Like I said, I just don't understand how D is so unbothered. And the fact that Rogan also said no to helping D get rid of Jenny, I think is absolutely hilarious because I mean, I wouldn't want to be on Jenny's bad side either. So I totally understand Rogan. And it probably is one of the smartest moves he made this season so far in terms of not messing up an alliance in any way of sort. You know, like not letting the heart, let's say, take over the brain for Rogan. So... I'm really happy that he's not going to go against Jenny. And also, like he said, I don't think he really has a problem. I mean, I don't think he needs to get rid of her. As of now, it's kind of guy versus girl, right? So I think Rogan feels pretty confident probably in winning against Jenny in a final Jenny is is a beast, so never underestimate a woman. Um, I will say that. All right, moving on to the team challenge today called Tunnel Rats. There is going to be a double female elimination, which I love. Amp it up. Get it going. We need to get rid of some more people. We need to give some more people red skulls. Okay, let's keep this going. So the winners ended up being Nani, Bailey, D, Wes, and Corey. And I mean, they absolutely smashed it. Way to go. That looked very difficult. I hate to even think about going like down a scary tunnel. You can't even see the bottom of it. Um, let alone into freezing water. Then you have to grab puzzle pieces, swim, and you're kind of like locking up. Well, 
Nelson kind of did lock up. Um, I'm not really seeing Nelson perform too well, except for obviously in the past elimination, he did pull out the win. So, okay, we do have to give him credit there, but, and we do know that swimming is just not his strong suit. So, you know, their team was kind of held back by that. Um, but I'm really happy that Nani and Corey, I'm really happy to see Corey in the tribunal. I think that that's exciting. Corey is kind of finally getting a win. And, um, oh, Bailey, duh. Uh, I love that girl. I think she's absolutely adorable and feisty and, uh, I think her and Swaggy C are probably the cutest power couple. Obviously, besides my number one, Tori and Jordan, love them. Can't forget about my my absolute fave, my challenge rider dies. This is a really good tribunal, and I was a little shocked actually to see Casey nominate herself for a red skull. I'm excited because I was saying, you know, a couple episodes ago that I really do want to see Casey perform in an elimination because I feel like those those are those are always very telling of what a player can actually do and actually pull off. I was very excited to see her go in and nominate herself. I think that's very ballsy. That really you know, speaks to her character and her as a true competitor. Of course, I'm sad to see Anissa go in, but at the same time, I'm hoping that this is the push that my girl, my vet needs to pump up that fire inside of her that we all know. I mean, she's the elimination queen, okay? So if you don't think Anissa is going to come back, um, you just might want to check your calendar again because she's going to be here next week. I will tell you that, okay? She definitely, definitely is. So the only thing that I thought was really sad was when Jenna got put in again because although she does complain a lot, I feel like you still see that fire in her. You still see that fight. And... You put her up against Anissa, who is the, again, I will say it again, the elimination queen. And the fact that Kayla thought that she could blow this out the water with Anissa kind of makes me giggle because she's the one who did, she did the worst between all four of them on getting the balls out. I mean, Casey absolutely freaking killed that elimination I mean I thought Anissa did super well and so did Jenna and it's just unfortunate Jenna ended up losing and is going home but ultimately I think it's very good for her because now she can figure out all that stuff with Zach all those cheating rumors and dms and things that I'm sure there's other things that were not aired, but I'm just 
slightly happy for her in a way because now she has some peace of mind like okay I'm going home I can talk to him we can work this out like even though she knows she could have done that the whole time she could have made it to a final and then gone home and done this but um it is bittersweet because Jenna just got her red skull like the other week so it's just sad to see her go and I mean, the Holy Trinity just got broken up. Literally. Basically, the whole Holy Trinity. Now, Nani is the only person left in the Holy Trinity. And I would normally be very sad. I mean, I am sad. I'm sad to see the Holy Trinity go. I think they could have really smashed it this season. But also, I think maybe it is better for Nani, as she's been saying, to just really focus on herself and her game and she doesn't have to worry about her best friends and whether her best friends are in it or they're thinking about the guys or whatever. So as much as I hate to, you know, obviously agree with being happy that your friends are going home, I feel like I do understand where Nani's coming from in that sense of like okay I don't have to talk her down the ledge every day and I don't have to tell her how great of an opportunity this is and how much money's on the line and how you know all these other people could have had her position if she really didn't want to be here and really wasn't putting in 110% and not that Jenna doesn't ever perform she performs but I bet that other 60% of the time she's just in the bunker chilling I bet it is really difficult and a lot of that weighs on her mind so it's bittersweet to see her go but also you know I think it's also good for her and obviously Kayla going home sucks as well I love the holy trinity although okay interesting she's wearing bear's lucky ring that he gave her like a good luck ring what is this about and I also want to know if she still has it today obviously it didn't help her win the elimination so I don't know how very lucky it could be but I thought that that was very sweet of Bear to do you know to give her that ring for elimination so although it clearly didn't help still cute still still really love Bela we can not forget how TJ says that we are halfway through this season I mean are you kidding me oh my god I feel like this season is just flying by like what happened how did we get here can't believe it how many more weeks are left because a lot of people still need to get their red skull like Johnny Bananas, Wes, Corey, Nani. I mean the list goes on. It's getting a little worrisome and I feel like it's uh, getting to be stiff competition and I wonder who's going to be helping who to get in and what's going to happen. I am also curious about if Johnny Bananas and Wes are going to stay as thick as thieves. 
they've been doing pretty good for now but i don't know man the challenge is crazy and i feel like you can never trust wes or johnny bananas it could go either way with those two i i still can't believe towards the end of the show that d is like Okay, I still gotta get Johnny out. I mean, now that it's out there, I feel Dee kind of has to follow through. She basically just kind of ruined that friendship and trust with Jenny. So I can't imagine it's gonna be very good for those two. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of animosity. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that alliance is just, it's gonna really, really break apart next episode. And I cannot wait. And now I am so excited to introduce our first guest on the Believe in the Challenge podcast, who is probably the rookie of the season this year on the Challenge Told Madness, Jay Sarek. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Katie Wolski is the best ever. Everyone applaud for her because she's fucking amazing. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. (laughs) Totally fine. How are you doing? How are you holding up in quarantine? Uh, I'm actually doing really, really well. Uh, I got back, I think it was yesterday morning, really early in the morning. We went to Utah and just rode around dirt bikes and went into the desert and stayed quarantined with ourselves and camped in the middle of nowhere. It was great. Oh my God, <laughs> that sounds so awesome. Wow, How are you doing? I, I'm jealous. You know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm holding up. Um, sticking, staying here though. I haven't really gone on any adventures, sadly. Are you quarantining alone? Are you are you quarantining with all your friends? Uh, yeah, I'm quarantining with my my boy right now. We actually live together, and uh, at the moment we're just chilling, literally catching up on Total Madness right now. Because as you know, I'm a fan, so I you can't stop watching. No, I'm eliminated. <laughs> oh my god, it's such an addicting show. I've been watching for like a couple years now, and I'm just like, I can't. I love it. Even though oh, I, see, yeah, I could absolutely. never be on it, but. <laughs> no, you could do it. No, I get it. No, I love, <laughs> I love that you would think that, but I'm totally fine sitting on my couch watching you guys kill it. All right. So the first time on the challenge, this is your first season, but you're no rookie to reality TV. You've been on the Survivor and X on the Beach. So. How has the challenge been different from the other shows that you've been on? I mean, compared, because it's my second competition show, honestly. Like, X on the Beach was just a relationship show, literally. But um, as far as competition is concerned, this is the first time I actually get to sleep in a house and get food. So it's really good. But at the same time, over time in the bunker, it sucked because you didn't have like, you didn't get windows. You didn't get like access to the outside world, except for, you know, when you got, oh, you can go outside for like five minutes or whatever. But besides that, it started, it started driving me crazy. So, but it's a dope experience in itself and I'm super addicted. I mean, I know it kind of sucks the first season that they don't have this beautiful mansion to stay. I know. I walked in. I'm like, where's the villa? Why is everyone fucking covered? It's cold. I want girls in bikinis. Like, what's up? I know. That's usually the half the fun of being there. (laughs) What was maybe the hardest part about being on the challenge compared to Survivor? Probably not having any allies. Considering I'm the only survivor out there, I was honestly by myself just trying to make friends as fast as possible to stay out of elimination. But I mean, once your name gets said on challenge, like I've seen it throughout the year, once your name is said, it's so easy to say your name again because then no one gets bad blood. So yeah. I was just basically 
the sheep. They just kept trying to make me the sheep and I keep coming back with the wins. But they're like, ah, oh, it's easy vote, easy vote. I know, that does suck, man. I know next yeah. time you gotta you gotta really work on those allies. It is a little clicky. You gotta, you gotta I mean a little. They've been friends for ten years now. I'm sitting there like, okay, nice to meet you. They're like, Oh, remember when you went to my wedding? And I'm like, You remember what? <laughs> Yeah, a tough group to kinda get in. But obviously, I think one of your many wins and accomplishments on the show was when you went up against CT in elimination and oh you got on so top. Cool. It was the best, dude. I was so stoked. And I was like, oh, my God, I have an opportunity to go against a legend right now. If I pull this off, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with my performance this time. I was stoked, so. I mean, what, what were you thinking like in those last couple, maybe minutes or seconds when you're like looking over and you're seeing him and you're like, okay, this is neck and neck. I mean, the one time that I, the couple times that I did look over, I, like I specifically remember one, he was like slamming rocks and boulders and I'm like, oh my God, he's just breaking through everything I've created. But I honestly, I just stopped thinking about him because every time you focus on something else than what you're doing at hand, you lose track of what you're doing. So I just try to stay as focused as possible. And I came out with the wind and it was freaking great. And then I just came out yelling and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, you're never going to, I lost it. It was great. <laughs> oh my God. It, no, it was awesome. I was like, woo, like jumping off the couch for you. I was so excited. Thank you. Have you talked to CT at all since the show? No, I haven't gotten in contact with him at all, honestly. Uh, I know he lives in Florida. I'm from Florida, but I live in LA now. I just... I haven't really reached. I've just been doing my own thing. Plus, quarantine's happening. Everyone's just kind of in their own bubble. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But another vet that may be someone I didn't really see you interact too much with Johnny Bananas on the show. And obviously, he is with a certain someone, Morgan, from your past who you were on X on the Beach with. What show? The relationship show? I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. That one. <laughs> no, I mean, me and Bananas, we didn't really interact. I just saw him, and uh, I was like, hey, man, uh, it is what it is. I don't have no beef with you because, I mean, I would have tried to flirt with a hot chick, too, and try to get her and steal her, so there's no fault on your end at all. Yeah. He's not the cheater. He's just the one that, you know, did his thing. Yeah. So I can't even be mad at him for that, but if he had any bad blood against me, it was just like, well, he got, he got his revenge. He threw me in every single time, so it didn't matter. <laughs> From the outside looking in, it didn't really look like, you know, there was any issues between you two. So that's no, why I was curious. Like, yeah. So, no, I think that's a good thing. He talked to me in the house, and he was just like, yo, man, uh, I was expecting you to come in here and, like, just start going after me and being a dick and all that, but you're actually super cool and chill. Like, I have no problems with you. And I was like, yeah, dude, I mean, there's no – I'm not here for you. I'm here for me. So, like – you're there for that million dollars. Right? Like, later, have fun doing whatever the hell you're doing. I'm going to go try to win. Obviously, another kind of, I wouldn't say bad blood. Well, a little bit of bad blood you got there with Rogan. I saw recently that he posted a cute little, well, it wasn't very cute, but it was a funny video on Instagram of him kind of apologizing. Was that the first time he's apologized to you? I mean, I would backpedal too if all of my fans were coming against him because that's a lot of people. He called me and he's like, man, I'm getting so much hate. And I was like, 
You fucked with the wrong dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just all, all my chicks are just coming after you right now. Hardcore. And I saw his page. I'm like, wow, I love my fans. Thank you, fans. You're the best. And he's sitting there just like, Yo, I can't do this. I can't do this. So he's like, hey, I have a video coming out for you. Uh, you're going to love it. Uh, and I was like, let me guess. It's going to be a dope ass hit of you getting like wrecked. And boy, he took a nice tackle on that one. So. It, it was good. It, it was good. It was funny. So all is forgiven then very, there's no bad blood. I mean, it is what it is. If we yeah. go into a competition against each other, I'm not going to just be like, oh, we're friends. I'm going to go after him. I'm going to go hard. I mean, he went hard against me and I learned, I was like, okay, well, you know. Yeah. Got to give it everything. I mean, how are you, how are you feeling after that hit? I mean, obviously you looked a little dazed and confused. Oh, I was messed up. Do you remember after. much? No, I honestly, after the first hit and getting slammed, so once I guess I hit the ground and my head hit the ground, then he got up with my head, Rogan. Uh, I don't remember probably anything from that. I, literally, I was re-watching it, and I was like, wow, that's what happened? I don't even remember that. That's crazy. So when they took me to uh, the hospital, they were like, oh, well, you got a minor concussion. Like, no surprise there. And I was like, well, I mean, I've had – some before so it's no big deal let's just go with the flow and see what happens and then uh yeah watching him back was just super cool and I was like hell yeah I didn't stay down keep going boy just go until you're dead <laughs> you did so, I mean you really I mean that's the spirit of the challenge though you get back up and you try even with a broken arm or hand or whatever it is yeah I mean uh Jordan I don't know if he broke his his uh collarbone or what happened to him but I mean, I luckily didn't break anything except for just, you know, my brain a little bit, but that ain't that, ain't that bad. <laughs> you're, you're bouncing back, right? You're bouncing back. Yeah, I'm fine. Let's go back. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, flipped a I flipped one of the dirt bikes over me on, I think it was like, sun I think it was Sunday. I racked on a dirt bike. It was awesome. <laughs> but I didn't break anything again. So I was like, yes, I got away with it. Another one. <laughs> Daredevil over here. No, I mean, it's, this is what we're here for. It's fun. Of course. Obviously, sad to see you go after that elimination. You're planning to come back. Oh, if Challenge calls me or Survivor calls me, I would go back in two seconds. I love the, the like, aspect and the feeling of motivation. Like, not motivation, of competition. And it's just, it motivates me to just keep going. So it's, it's literally my, my addiction. It's the best yeah. addiction ever. And I feel like you work pretty well under pressure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I do so much better under pressure. And the moment I lose focus is when I lose. Like when I went against Rogan, I was so worried about the damn fireball instead of like just not concentrating on stupid fire because like fire can burn you and shit. And they're like, oh, put a mask on and we have this cream on it so it doesn't burn your face. And I'm like, I'm about to burn my face right now if I get tackled and the ball is there. I, this is so dumb. And then, and then TJ just goes, and I'm like, oh shit, the competition started. I haven't even thought of like a strategy or a game plan or like thinking about juking or thinking about anything. I literally was just like, don't burn the face with your book uh, later. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because that was a new added element to that. Yeah, to balls in. I saw, I've, I've watched this show. So seeing it on fire, I'm like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> They're always kicking it up a notch. Right? I'm going to burn all my freaking hair off. That's why I have it in a mold not, right not now. Put <laughs> me back on. Where's your signature beanie? 
Oh, I don't know. It's probably laying around somewhere. So are you like preparing at all, trying to do like workout, like certain workouts or the mental, you know, the puzzles and... Yeah, I mean, I just keep training. I love puzzles. I love working out constantly, always working out or being active. I cannot sit still. It drives me insane. So, I mean, it makes sense that I'm trying always to do something. So. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you back for the next season. And last question, who do you think is going to walk away this season with the million dollars? Oh, man. Um, honestly, I hope my boy Swaggy takes it home because I love Swaggy. He was one of the very few people in the house that had my back literally the entire time. We never had any bad blood. Um, you didn't get to really see us engage too much, but he, like, even when I beat, beat CT, he was one of the very few people that, I mean, him and Bailey, I think were the only two people that were like, hell yeah, get it. Like, stay local, like saying all sorts of crazy shit for me. Whereas other people were just like, oh my God, he beat CT. This sucks. And I'm like, now I know who my real friends are out here. So yeah. So if I ever go back, challenge God, please take Swaggy and Bailey back. I need them. <laughs> I mean, you got that rookie bond, you know? Yeah. It's, it's dope. But as far as like vets are concerned, you know, who I really liked was Kyle. Really? He's such an idiot. I love him. <laughs> He's so funny, dude. He is so funny. And he just does ridiculous things all day long. So I liked him as a competitor. He's aligned with bananas. So I know he probably doesn't want to work with me because mm. if bananas works with me, he'll probably get in trouble at home. Bad bananas because Morgan will probably get his ass. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Wait, what was, what was like the funniest thing Kyle would do maybe that we did? Oh my God. Melissa would sleep all over him and he would always like tug on her leg and he'd be like, come down here, come down here. Huh? And I was like, yo, what is she doing right now? It was just hilarious because he'd get her at the most unexpected times and she'd just be like, oh my God, let me go. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> so funny. Thank you so much for talking to me, Jay. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. And like I said, I can't wait to see you on the next season of The Challenge. Well, if they give me a call, you know I'm there. I'm putting it out there in the universe. Put it in the universe. Thank you, universe. Manifesting it right now. It's going to happen. <laughs> Do it. I love you. Thank you. Stay Bye. safe. And thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe, the Believe in the Challenge podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever. Promise you we are there. Share it with all your friends, your grandparents, your parents, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your third cousins, your fifth cousins removed know they're gonna love this podcast i know they're gonna love this show thank you again jay for being on the show and i know we are for sure gonna see you on another season of the challenge and make sure to tune in next week for more of the believe in the challenge all right guys katie out